Couch Guys Sports, Loose Change Podcast, Episode 3. Kind of a down day. Shitty everybody day. Everybody seems pissed off. Everybody, everybody in Boston seems pissed off. <laughs> this was... We've had one of the most... Uh, to, to me, this has been one of the most built-up days in a while in Boston sports. Other than, like, you know, Super Bowls, World Series, or uh, we haven't had World Series since 2013. But whatever. This is one of the most built-up days in a long-ass time. The Celtics have, it's a trade deadline today, 3 o'clock, and the Celtics have two great, great first-round draft picks coming up in this year, next year. A million assets they can trade. Everybody's hyped. Twitter's going bananas. Isaiah Thomas is tweeting out eye emojis. People are losing their minds. Andre Drummond (laughs) is matching his eye emojis. Everybody thinks Andre Drummond's coming. Then Isaiah Thomas tweets out an hourglass. Everybody starts linking that hourglass to looking like Paul George's logo. People are just trying way too hard to connect the dots. And then nothing happened. The most anti-climactic trade... It was it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable, and the, and I'm, I'm I'm pissed off. It's it sucks. You you have a team that can that can bump bellies right now with Cleveland. How do you not do a thing? You don't even get a big, not even a fucking big. I think the problem they is didn't even go after, they didn't even go after Bogut. I didn't even want him, but like you don't get one person. Like what the they, fuck? okay, they still could get Bogut because he's getting bought out. So we can hope for that. But my problem is one, Demarcus Cousins. You, the he was traded for fucking That's nothing. Fucking Absolutely. Oh yeah, nothing. we haven't had a show since that, have we? No, this is why we're no. doing this now. Demarcus Cousins literally was traded for a bag of balls. Why not? Why yeah. not? Why not? Right? And I get it. The whole organization, almost the entire league, doesn't want to deal with him. Cool. We'll get back to Demarcus Cousins. Then you have Nerlens Noel. Nerlens, dude, for for uh, what the hell is it called? The second round, but a conditional second round and, of some and, shit. And Scal said that there was also somebody else that just wasn't set in the trade, Andrew something. Um, I don't know. I don't know who he is. Scal is like defending it on Felger and Maz. Um, I heard that. Yeah. But look, it's bullshit. But it's not even the point. You you just every the Celtics have at least this much collateral to send to trade, and they were by far they're the most qualified team to make a trade. By far, no. They have they have so much depth. No, I think the problem is they don't they they, they don't want to. No one wants to trade with them they, because everyone knows what Danny Ainge is. He was he's fleeced Brooklyn for these picks, and these picks are getting less yeah. less valuable as the time goes on. The problem is now he won't pull the trigger on anything because he overvalues his players, and we saw that today. You know there were reports out there that. Uh, Jay Crowder was hinging the Jimmy Butler situation, which is also I the swear if that's true, if which that's is bold, true, which is crap. If that actually was the case, Dude, Crow- Crowder Crowder is a broke man's Jimmy Butler. If yeah. we have the money, which we do, and the assets, get the real Jimmy Butler. Yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get it, and, and not even that too. With um, the past four or five seasons, Angels even came out and said, "I'm just stockpiling all these assets and all these picks and all that to trade." When do you plan on doing that? Who are you waiting for to open up to be like, all right, I'm going to pull the trigger now because you just had three awesome fucking people possibly on the on the block that like, hey, let's take any one of them and you don't pull the trigger. How? So, I want I want to ask you guys this because there there was a report that like Paul George was going to have to get we have to give them a lot for Paul George. It was like it was three out of the four of like Marcus Smart, Avery Bradley, Jalen Brown, who's the fourth one? Uh, Jay Crowder. And then a, a 17 pick. It was three out of four of those players yep. and the pick. That's retarded. I would it, do it. I would do it. It was a, it was a lot. 
It was a lot. Um, but to me, the only there's a couple players on this team who are just they, I I do not want to trade. I think they're too valuable. I'm okay with I would I would have been okay to trade Jalen Brown personally. Uh, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, and Avery Bradley in a pick absolutely would have done that. Jalen Brown has the potential to be a stud, but that's but that's it. It's just potential, and that's yeah. also why. These draft picks, I I want to see them traded. They have to they have to leave because I swear to God, I swear to God, if it comes draft time and they make that pick, this, this potential if they either make that pick or if that pick's not freaking number one, this this it's is not a bonus. it's not going to be. It's the Boston Celtics we're talking about. Yeah, you They're know it's get, you know it's they never be. get the one. It's fucking ridiculous. Well, the worst part about today was. You see the Bulls like trading away Taj Gibson and Doug McDermott, who are arguably, you know, Taj Gibson's a starter for them, and Doug McDermott is Dude. one of the top seven guys on that roster. Yet they're clear they're clearly rebuilding, and they came out and made a statement saying, like, uh, you know, we want to get more time for certain guys. But you're basically starting to say, okay, we're starting to pull this thing apart. You probably could have had Jimmy Butler today if you were willing to try it, to give it, give him what they wanted. Um, okay, I don't, I don't yeah. know, and there were no reports. I don't know if you guys saw anything. Was there anything specifically saying what they wanted? All I saw was the Jay Crowder thing. That's all I saw. All, all I all I heard about it was Chicago pretty much said Jimmy Butler is not on the market unless it's the Celtics calling me to talk about him. Basically, what it so, was. Yeah, that's seriously what so it was. Why, they, so who, who who didn't pick up the phone? Who didn't Danny. call who? Probably Danny. No shit. <laughs> of course it was. And what's happened to him? Because he was always, and you know, he he earned the nickname Trader Danny for a reason, right? You trade Kendrick Perkins, yeah. whether it was a bad deal or not, you still had the balls to do it. Then you trade Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett in probably one of the best trades in franchise history to yeah. get to get these picks, and now you're not doing anything with them. It's horrible. It's horseshit. Yeah. The the only thing to to, to kind of go back to a last point, how you said like people don't want to trade with Danny because how bad he hoes Brooklyn. There's two there's two parties involved in the trade. Brooklyn could have said no, that's dumb as fuck. So I mean, as much as he as much as he hosed them, they kind of hosed themselves because they literally could have just been like, no, that's absolutely ridiculous. We're not going to take these forty something year old guys for oh, they're all morons. Of the picks they did the it. They did it themselves. Oh, they're idiots. Oh, of yeah. course they did. But like, yeah. most of the league won't see it like we will because what we're we're no. fans. We, you know we're going to see it the way we want to see it. And no one in this media is going to ever commit to any, convince anyone of that because th- we are in the Boston market. Well, you know what that's like. Okay, so so Brooklyn could have said no to that deal, and now they look stupid. You know what that's like? That's like when they there are these these idiot girls in like college and high school, and you know they're dating a bunch of assholes, and then they get mad when they cheat on them. You know, you're just like, yeah. you did this yep. to yourself. You <laughs> <Amen>. idiot. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those are the worst kind of people in the world. Those girls who just can't, how do you off track? But some of these but girls, right track, you, right track. When oh, you right track. when you see them with some of these dudes, you're like, "What are you doing? You know this person's an a hole. You just watch this guy do some cocaine over on the over off some other girl's ass, and you're still with him, yeah, like, holding his hand <laughs> and walking down the street like everything's okay. It's not sunshine and daisies, goddammit. Oh, it's or like, fine. Or like dating dating a dude that already has a baby mama and think he won't do it to you too. <laughs> it's just like you can see it from the outside looking in. So yeah, that's 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 one hundred percent Brooklyn's fault. But with you now have a potential. This is this worked out. This could not have worked out more perfect for Danny and the Celtics. Not only did you get Brooklyn's first round draft pick, Brooklyn in that year that you have the first round draft pick is by far Horrible. the worst team in the NBA. Yeah. It couldn't have worked out any better. No, and, yeah. and you have this pick. 
and you're going to sit on it. You have a team of young guys with borderline superstars. I Anybody can make the argument for Isaiah Thomas being a superstar. Al Horford's a low-tier not, I even have trouble he's calling a, him. He's a star. But you, yeah, exactly. You need that superstar. So Hell you're yeah. going to use that pick to draft another young guy when you don't even have any room for people over in Europe, over in the D-League in Maine. <laughs> you literally can't put these people well, anywhere. The problem is they value what? they value their like 5 to 10 roster players. Like, But they've rostered like the bottom half. So 10 to 15 on the bench. They value everyone that's not going to play enough to make a difference. They don't and this is where I blame Danny Ainge because he knows better. He and he, I'm not it's not an original thought. We all know Danny Ainge knows you need a superstar in this league to win and you don't have one. As much as people around here think IT is one, he's not. He's a good player. Well, even even if even if even if other people would classify him as an A superstar, you're not winning with a superstar. No. You need someone else. Which again, I'm 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 with you that I don't think he's a superstar. I think he's a phenomenal fucking player. But even if you were to make an argument that he is a superstar, what team has won a championship in the past ten years with one superstar? Yeah, and I look at the situation today, and you go, okay, I understand. Maybe you think Paul George, the package was too much, right? Whatever, I get it. Maybe yeah. whatever, it was a lot. But what you know, Jimmy Butler package was a lot of the draft. Maybe they were asking for the same thing. We don't know, but. You could have had DeMarcus Cousins for this draft and this deadline with nothing. Dude. You could have had Nerlens Noel. I would have been happy if they traded Nerlens no- for Nerlens Noel. If they, if they landed Noel today for, a, for a package that wasn't that much, I would have, I would have been hyped because that so means you it was for this summer with all those assets to trade for a superstar. So now you have who knows who knows what's going to happen this summer. Butler, Paul George. You could have maybe one of those two plus Noel plus Isaiah Thomas plus Al Horford. What a lineup. And and, you and, and Noel do. even helps this year. You know, like people keep saying, yeah, you could be Cleveland. You could be – I don't fucking believe that. But No you, way. You no way. It, but no, but you're you suck at rebounding. You, at least it's something to watch. It fixes the product this year and long-term because Noel's, what, 23? Like he is super young. So I don't even understand what Ross is doing right now. But <laughs> look, it's just a matter of – He's smoking the – I, I Yeah, I don't, know if, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's, it's called pot. It's called and... pot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's it's the devil's lettuce. It's the devil's yeah, lettuce. Out, out legal, the, legal in uh, legal in next state. It's legal um, where I'm sitting right now. <laughs> I'm 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 in I'm in mass for anyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold, hold on. You this is a New Hampshire. You guys, anybody can just go buy a fucking gun and carry it now. No. No, 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 you're wrong. Not anyone can just go buy a gun. Okay, so how do, how does this new law work? How does this work? Back off track. All, 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 the, all, the, all the new law that he passed, it's constitutional carry. So if you're, if you're a legal law-abiding citizen, when you go to a gun store to buy a gun, you have to fill out paperwork and they do a background check. Any, any okay, gun so shop to has to call into okay. That's it. So what all that does is without – with the, with the new bill is you don't need the ten dollar permit every five years to conceal, because like if I'm if I'm rocking a gun on my hip and I have my shirt up over it and it's and it's out it, that's I'm open carrying that was totally legal, but God forbid if my shirt came up over my my gun that was instantly a felony if I didn't have my permit. All that did was take away you can conceal carry so you can conceal it. That's the only thing that changed. It doesn't mean that anyone can go buy a gun. You still have to be vetted. You still have to go through the background search. If you don't do that, if you, if you, if you go and do that process and you don't pass, they're not going to sell you a gun. And 
if you get one off in the quote unquote black market and you get caught with it, A, you have an illegal gun and B, you, you don't fit the criteria to constitutional carry. You're not a law abiding citizen. So you're still oh, fucked. Oh, okay. All it change all it yeah, all it changes is you don't have to pay ten dollars for a stupid piece of paper that says you can tuck your gun into your waistband. Okay. See now I'm a I'm a Facebook politician with a lot of things. So I read the title, I was like, What do you what do you mean New Hampshire? You can just carry around a gun whatever you want. I mean frankly I didn't even really care. We oh yeah, we've been able to do that this time. Nick, are you one of those assholes who complains about everything politically on Twitter and Facebook? No. Yes. Yes. No. (laughs) in the in the in the beginning in the beginning the extent of my tweets would be like i can't believe donald trump's running for president and now it ended with i can't believe donald trump's our president (laughs) so that was about my political stances and then a couple of bernie sanders tweets here and there but you know 22 year old kid i was i was pulling for bernie pretty hard but then bernie lost and now you know you know, let's get off the pol- let's let's get back to the Celtics. It's like the worst I do thing wanna, we could be wanna, talking about right now. I want to talk about Demarcus Cousins <laughs> because the so from what I, from what I understand, a big part of that issue with not trading for Demarcus Cousins was Brad Stevens not wanting to actually coach him. Now, if that's the case, that's pathetic. That. That's bullshit. That's pathetic. That's so pathetic. Go that's when that's when the that, owner. Seriously. That's when the owner and huh. No, say seriously, like, go back to Butler if that's the case. If you can't coach someone like DeMarcus Cousins, you're never going to win a championship in this league. Well, not even that. I don't get it. Like, I understand he's now in the NBA. He's not in college, so he doesn't have to deal with maturing people. But if anyone to do it, it would have been Brad. So what you do is you call him in. You have all the paperwork set up. All both parties have to do is sign it. But before you sign it, you you take absolutely every motherfucker – every camera, every phone, everything out of the room, and you put DeMarcus Cousins and you put Brad Stevens in that room, and you tell him to hash it out. Just figure out what your difference is. Figure out what your problems is. If you guys can agree that you will work on it together, then move forward and sign the paperwork. If right off the bat you're like, nah, I still don't want to do it, you know what I mean? Okay, don't do it. But why not try it? Dude, They got Sacramento got nothing for it. We could, we could have overpaid them and still been fine with it. You know what I mean? The Pelicans didn't pay a fucking thing for them. So why wouldn't you try, if, if as far as Brad's concerned, why wouldn't you try to be, if, if that was the reason, put him, sit him down in a room together. Tell him, don't come out of this room until you hash it out. Whether you guys are friends afterwards or you're definitely not friends, you, let's be mature and move on from it. But that's silly to think that a grown man can't get along with a grown man and, and coach him. That's fucking dumb. So I understand that DeMarcus Cousins is a big problem. I do. He's He's a sociopath. He's nuts. He has. Eh. Well, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's close to about 557 technical fouls, just in this season alone. That's low. You rounded down, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm being generous with him, to be honest with you. But he, I, if 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 a professional coach can't handle that, because to be honest with you, he he seems pretty bad, but he doesn't seem. He doesn't seem so horrendous to the point where he's uncoachable. If you put him in a good situation he's not, he's, he's where he's winning Mandel. and has, has chances to win playoff games, I think he would be much more behaved. If you're him now, though, if, so, you're Boogie, if you're Boogie Cousins now, though, I will tell you this, you are very happy because now you get to play next to Anthony Davis in New Orleans, of all places. You're leaving Sacramento to go to one of the biggest, partiest towns in America, and now you get to play next to Anthony Davis for probably the rest of your career. That's pretty nice. I, if it, as long as, long as he doesn't I, treat it like shit. I, I think I think a lot of his bad stuff 
it's very well known that he fucking hates Sacramento. He hates the team. He hates the front office. I would be if 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 I was under contract and I hated my bosses, I'd be a dick all day to be like, please just fire me. You know what I mean? He got fired. He got traded. You know what I mean? So I I don't. I, not to say that he doesn't still have sociopathic tendencies. I think he definitely does. I think he is somewhat of a mental case. <laughs> but like what you said, once you get onto a winning team and a winning team in the playoffs, you're going to be a lot happier. You're going to want to do shit. And all you have to do, call Isaiah. Isaiah fucking hated Boston. He literally said he was going to quit basketball if Boston drafted him. Now he's here and he fucking loves it. So if it's something that you, you know what I mean, call him and be like, dude, Clearly, once you get here, these people are going to love you. No one in Sacramento likes him because he's a dick to the organization because that city sucks. But see how much it's influence awesome. how much influence does like IT have in this? Because you know a lot of people were talking about IT saying don't bring him here. He's terrible to play with. He fucking sucks. And Brad Stevens didn't want to coach him. So there wasn't even rumors of making an offer. Like why in the world wouldn't you even at least try? Because worst case scenario yeah. here, he comes in. And then he fails, whatever, and you're done. You didn't give up too much because it doesn't seem like you were going to have to give up that much. Now, you would, granted, you would, it was, you would have okay, had to give up nothing. Granted, you would have had to give up more than the Pelicans did because I think to do a deal with Boston, Sacramento would have played. A, I don't. I know Vladi Divac is an idiot, but he's not that dumb. He yeah. knows what he knows. Boston has the assets, so if you're trading to Hell Boston, yeah. he's going to ask for more. So it's going to be worth a little more than what the Pelicans did. But that being said, it's still not going to be any of the Brooklyn picks. So who do you care? You're going to have to get rid of some guys on the bottom of your bench, which, again, you shouldn't overvalue, and it shouldn't be a problem. And then best-case scenario, you bring DeMarcus Cousins in for this year, now challenge Cleveland, you go deep in the playoffs, and you make a run. And then, look, oh, he's happy. He's winning again. He's He was so good with Kentucky that you go to Sacramento into a crap bag organization run by Vladi Divac, of all people, like, of course they're going to be bad. The whole organization is crap up and down all the way to the top. And Cousins had every reason to hate being there. I think he's going to do well in New Orleans, to be completely honest. What an idiot that owner is. What a freaking he, idiot. What's his Did name? You I, don't even know his na- I don't even know his fucking name. I don't know, I don't know his full name either. I'll, I I know he has an oh, accent. The, oh, the, the, the Indian guy? Yeah. Is, that his, is he Indian? I don't know what he is. Yeah, he's, he's the analytical guy. He has absolutely zero knowledge about basketball. He, he's like the, he's trying to be like the Billy Bean of, of basketball. Did he say Buddy well, Hill was the next like Steph Curry or better than Steph Curry? He's a, he loves him. He loves Buddy Hill. Loves Buddy Hill. What a moron, though, to say on an interview, oh, we had a better offer two days ago, which ended up being New Orleans. So I don't know if you guys heard that part. New Orleans was the better offer that they ended up having. But the fact that you're on TV saying that – Vivek, that's his face. That's Vivek Renadive. Renadive. Renadive is. Uh, are you part Indian, Ross? He, he he said that he had a better offer on the table. Why would you, if I heard okay. Danny Ainge say that after a trade, I would lose my shit. I would go banana okay, land. But can I tell you how I, funny? I don't know if I could be a fan of Boston anymore. It was even like, more comical because I put it in. I put that video in the article I wrote when when Demarcus Cousins was traded on Couch Guy, and literally, if you watch past that comment, he literally says, "No, nah, I'm not going to get into that though." Like he says, I, "I had a better deal two days ago, but I don't want to talk about it." And someone asked him, "Like, what was the deal? What did you have?" Figuring he'd probably answer the question, and. He was like, well, I don't want to get into that. That That's between me and my team. I'm like, you just said you had a better deal. Just finish the comment at that point. You're Hell yeah, don't be a bitch. If you're going to be that much of a guy to have a sack and say you had two, a deal two days ago, how much of an idiotic thing it was, finish it. Just say it what it was. Hell yeah. Unbel- well, it's it, unbelievable. He, he, 
Just do it. Just he be knows a man. His whole front stop being, office. Stop he being knows the Nick Wags and just him. say it. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you ever act like Nick Wags, there's big, big man issues going on there. Big time. Big time. Well, no, it's, it's more like your parks small and rec for man issues. Come on. I work in Parks and Rec, and I freaking love it, dude. It is. It's. You know what I did today? I drove around a park, and I got to look at a. I got to look at a nice, beautiful park today. You know how nice that was. Are you taking a picture of my chest hair right now? Damn! (laughs) Damn! Right, he's taking a picture of my chest hair. And you know where it's going? Right on Snapchat. More permanent than that, big guy. Keep talking. Right on Facebook. Okay, but it's – we haven't even really talked about Jimmy Butler though. I mean, would you guys have been okay with the Celtics trading a ton for Jimmy Butler? Because I don't even know if Jimmy Butler was really on the table because it sounded like the Bulls didn't want to trade him. Then it sounded like the Bulls did want to trade him. And then it sounded like the Celtics had an offer on the table. Then it sounded like the Celtics pulled their players off the table. What the hell is going on? Danny, pull the trigger. Um, He's not Shredder Danny anymore. I'm telling you that right now. He's – lost his sack and it's sad part is it's because he's overvaluing these players like he thinks james young still has value like they played james young like recently and they didn't trade him so there's no reason for that they actually think that james young might actually contribute to their next nba championship i actually believe that because he wouldn't be here if they didn't think that because in my opinion they should have kept rj hunter at the beginning of the year in the first place and they didn't do that and now james young is still here james young is still here and the only reason why he's still here is because Danny Ainge actually thinks that he belongs on an NBA championship team when it happens in Boston. I'm convinced of that. Because if not, R.J. Hunter would be on this team and he wouldn't be. Yeah. It's it's just, this is the team that you have. The team that you have right now, I truly believe that if you add another superstar and then maybe maybe just a, maybe a Noel, like a Nerland's Noel, which you could have had today, this team oh, stop could <sighs> this team could go after a championship and be 100% contenders for an NBA championship, and you blew it. You dropped that ball. The yeah, fact buddy. that you didn't get Noel when Noel – I don't even care. You have to trade more. You probably would have had to trade more for Noel because people know what you had. That's how trading works. Whenever people know that – you know every trade today that came through, everybody mentioned the Brooklyn pick. That's when oh, the negotiating starts. That's the starts first, that's the first call. And, and some people – like if you tried to get like Tyson Chandler or Bogut or Gallinari was a rumor for a little while today. I heard that too. Don't need the Brooklyn pick, and that would never have come up because Gallinari was apparently the Celtics' backup plan in reports. Probably don't believe that, but it would have been like Amir Johnson and the Celtics' first-round pick in 2018, not Brooklyn's, um, to get Gallinari in here. I would have done that. I would have been okay with that. But little things like that would have been good if you're not giving up the Brooklyn pick, but you know the Sixers called, hey, how's that first-round pick treating you, huh? Do you still want Noel? Like Things like that. Everybody who's going to have something meaningful for the Celtics team was going to want a pick, maybe two. I'm surprised the Pacers didn't want both picks. I know. I know. Oh, my God. Paul George could be a Celtic right now. Can I tell you you, that's why I would have done that deal? Because you didn't have to get rid of both picks. Nets are still going to suck next year. You you trade away this year's pick. You keep next year's pick. You still get Paul George. I was so excited for tomorrow night's game because I thought thought there was going to be either Jimmy Butler or Paul George in a Celtics uniform. And this – I, I'm telling even you, Boogie you know, Cousins, like somebody, somebody, somebody that would have got me excited to go to the Garden, or just I'm not even going to the Garden, but just say you're going, like what? To watch, you know, I have a standard deaf television, guys. 
I would have been excited to watch that basketball game on a standard deaf television. You might want to like uh, buy a big screen to talk to my dad. My dad's probably my dad's probably going to listen to this podcast. Dad, but, hey dad, let him buy it for you, but it's going to be his when he moves out. Okay, cool. I would I would love to. I, I have I have one in my room that I tend to move out in the living room sometimes. That's what I did for the freaking Super Bowl. But whatever, my dad, my dad loves to yourself. My dad loves his standard deaf TV, which is <laughs> whatever. My dad. How old's your, father? How old's your father? <sighs> and I'm 54. going. Fifty-four. That's it, and he likes standard deaf. Dude, my dad's a simple man. Dude, my dad's I'm... in his sixties and like likes technology more than I do. My dad, yeah. See, my dad's not a big technology guy. That's crazy. Me neither. My dad. Papa he's Quags. So hey, Papa Quags, much respect. Still love you to death. Don't even know you, and I love you. Oh, dude, you would you would love Papa Quags. Papa Quags and Ross would one hundred percent get along. Oh God, probably. If any, oh, I literally get along with everyone. <laughs> so does my dad. That's because you're the fat happy guy. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm gonna be the not so fat happy guy shortly. I'm gonna be starting to lose weight. Slowly I thought, you, but surely, I thought but. you just said I'm gonna start starving myself, and I'm like, what the fuck? Well, well yeah, I said I'm gonna lose weight, so that's <laughs> the only way I know how. Oh, so. oh, you can you just gonna make yourself throw up? Cool. Yeah, it's called the Hollywood diet, okay? Cocaine and throw-ups. Cocaine you ever see Paris Hilton? Cocaine That's and puke? That's the Hollywood. Huh? Cocaine and puke? Speaking, speaking of which, Nick Qualia celebrated his birthday last Friday. 23 years old now. I'll be 25 you know who, by the time we next record you know our podcast. Birthday I, oh, really? Do you, know who, you know who I baby. share a birthday with? Who do you share a birthday with? Paris Hilton. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> You know who else I share a birthday with? You'll like this. Paris Hilton's Michael dog. Jordan. Oh, Michael Jordan. That's a little better. Doesn't make up for Paris Hilton. No, that still sucks. Why? Why would you? Why would you not intro with you have the same birthday as Michael yeah, Jordan? Yeah, that should have been the first one. Picked, you literally just chose to tell us about Paris Hilton before Michael Jordan. You start high. Before. You start high. Okay. Okay. And then you okay. Back okay down. Danny Ainge. Well, dude, you start hey, low. Ainge, you start low, have... and then you go high. No, no, no. Start high. No, you always go as high as possible. Especially when you have the greatest NBA player of all time on your side, you start high. You know what? Okay, you just keep getting high. Time, (laughs) and then use that cranberry juice to come back the fuck down. That just that just reminded me though. That just reminded me though about another thing I heard about Danny freaking Age. I heard that he was waiting till today to do the trade. This is a rumor, so he could pin Chicago. Probably never came up. Pacers together. Why? Dude, See, that would, if, that would be they, smart. Were, I actually wouldn't hate. Were they that. even that interested? Were they even that interested though? See, they didn't even seem that interested. They both were kind of just like, "Dude, go screw." <laughs> like, it if didn't they even were seem... okay, if they were actually that interested, it's a good idea. That's like a typical yeah, GM they, tactic. They didn't but like, see, I don't believe that, that, that they were that. Yeah, they didn't care. They just like they they're happy with what they have now. When when the Bulls just randomly started doing a fire sale of of, of their assets. I was almost certain that Jimmy Butler was going to end up on the Celtics by the end of the day. Well, I heard Taj Gibson was traded. When they, when I heard that trade came down, I said, yeah. okay, Paul George might not be a thing, but that means Jimmy Butler probably is on the move. And then nothing happened. So, I mean, Jimmy Butler still could be a possibility. You know, Paul George sounds like he's going to L.A. when he hits free agency. You never know. It doesn't sound like the Pacers want to lose him. But Jimmy Butler still is a real possibility, even though it hasn't happened yet. I still think that could happen. I don't think it's going to happen. They're going to make the pick. Whatever They might even make the pick at two. If they make the pick and it's not number one, holy crap, how pissed off I'm going to be. Well, here's the yep. thing. if Once the lottery comes around and if this pick does become number one, then I wouldn't oh, we get be shocked. But- I think we get Butler right away. I wouldn't be shocked if they traded for Jimmy Butler. 
because no. that that because Chicago is a team right now who is trying to rebuild. They sold mo- most of their their top assets already. They still have Butler sitting there. If they're going to rebuild, Butler's got to be on the move. And what's that? And what's that dude's can... name in college right now? Fultz? Is that him? I don't. I don't watch that much college yeah. basketball. Yes, that yes. dude is supposed to be a real deal. And if Chicago really does want to rebuild, why not? Why not? Then boom, that's your trade piece right there. Yeah. Give them the first pick. Give us Jimmy Butler. And still, Jimmy Butler doesn't cost that much, and the salary cap's going up next year. Yeah, there's still room. There's still so there's still freaking room to improve and to get a Nerlens Noel, to get a Bogut, to get a rebounder. And if you can get a rebounder for next year and Jimmy Butler, you should be set for next. Oh, Nerlens Noel staying in Dallas. That could have happened going. today, and they didn't do it. Nerlens Noel. I can't believe you went anywhere. to Dallas. They're rebuilding. Oh, Nerlens, he's odd. young. Trust the process. Yeah. Two point oh. Yeah, tell that to every Celtics fan for the past six fucking years. Trust Shoot. the fucking process. Dude, yeah, Philly, Philly's going to be good. I'm not kidding. Philly's actually going to be good. Philly, Yo, Philly's going to be nasty. Because when Ben Simmons comes back, holy shit. Yeah, is Nick dead? Yes. Oh, there he is. <laughs> I might have I might have just fallen asleep for a second. He just passed out. He actually blacked out <laughs> when we talked about the Philadelphia 76ers being good. Okay. <laughs> remember, on, remember on the ESPN show, you and Steve were both like, oh, they should just get rid of the 76ers. They're such a bad team. Or was that just Steve? I think that was just Steve. Come just on Steve. Now. Just Steve. Steve. Was, Steve was like, they should get rid of them. Boy, I'm Steve. Blah. Can I tell you, your Steve impersonation? Spot on. <laughs> Spot on. Oh, oh man. It was, it, was, it was like I was listening to updates and I almost, almost fainted. <laughs> man dude i'm telling you i miss sundays i miss sundays oh yeah so we'll keep you dude, i work we'll i work on updated. sundays now it's miserable um the, i just i can't get over what happened today the there's nobody new on the celtics this team is the exact the exact same and we're gonna move on in a second i know but like before we do just make a point the fact is like Every other year, there's a good reason why maybe you can justify them not doing it. You know, not the right time, not the right player. You had Jimmy Butler out there. You had Paul George out there. And this is probably the last top. This is the last opportunity you have to trade these picks in season for the mystery of the value of what they are. This was the time for him to cash in. He didn't do it. He failed, in my opinion. I thought there was no way they'd blow through this one without making any move. I thought there was no way. Something. I would have loved Nerlens Noel on this team. Are you kidding me? For for a conditional second-round pick? Yeah, absolutely. Even give him give fucking him, give Terry Rozier. I don't every, care. Hey, give him every single pick that we've won from random teams that aren't first round, and give them all of them. I don't care if there's seven of them out there, second, third, fourth round, but give them all of them, dude. Don't they still they have took, the Clippers pick? Use the Clippers pick. They, they have the Clippers first round this this coming year. Jesus so, Christ, I can't. Oh, what you know? What this isn't a Celtics podcast. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Oh, this is—he's oh. been. That's like the only. And if you turn on NFL Network, if it's you turn, turn on CSN, all all they could talk about right now with football is Jimmy Garoppolo. He didn't even get Jimmy as much face time when land. he played. When he played for Tom Brady, when he was suspended for Deflategate, he still didn't get this much ESPN airtime. No, once once the season started, he did kind of leading up to the season, but once the season started, it kind of just shut off, and it kind of was just he was a regular quarterback in the NFL because he would. You know what? He would have gotten more face time. If he was a crappy quarterback in the NFL, but he was pretty damn good. He, so there's there's three. It sounds easy. like there's three top teams who could be making moves towards him, or who sound like they want him. It's the 49ers, the Cleveland Browns, and the Chicago Bears. If you're Jimmy uh, G, I'm where still, would you want to go? If you're Jimmy G, where would you want to go? You don't want to go to Cleveland because your your career is going to end. Yeah, that's true. 
in the you know that's the crappy thing for Cleveland is right now they're such a bad organization that people are going to be afraid to go to their organization because they don't want their careers to end that early. He hasn't even had one yet. Like his career is sitting behind Tom Brady. Yeah, and like you you've seen that jersey that has loads. I I I, I don't even know how many quarterbacks they've had since 2000. It's got with loads that jersey on it. that somebody yeah, that just puts all the quarterback names and just changes the number every time they get a new quarterback. They're going to have to add Garoppolo and and I, I like Jimmy Garoppolo and if he doesn't become the Patriots quarterback, I want it to be successful somewhere else. Um I just don't. I don't see that success coming in Cleveland because see, nobody's think, successful in Cleveland. I think he wants to stay here. I really do. The, the success yeah. that he can have in this system, he know, and they probably know. They, they do know. They've said it. They know how long Brady's going to play. I have an idea. They know how much longer Bill Belichick wants to coach. Josh McDaniels most likely is the next coach of this team. Wouldn't it make just sense for Garoppolo to hang out, move, make that transition when Josh McDaniels does, and now you have. I'm not saying Belichick and Brady, but a mini version of them to can at least continue of something of this Patriots legacy. It's not going to be the same thing. He's not Tom Brady. And the sooner people get over that, the better. But you're, you still have a light version of these Patriots for the next 10 years with this system, same mantra and everything. You risk that if you get rid of Jimmy G. I keep him. Unless you're blown away. Unless you're absolutely blown away and you can't afford not to. Like If you get Cleveland's number one pick for Jimmy G, bye. That's the only thing I pretty much get rid of him for. Yeah, but the problem is, after next year, you're not going to have that opportunity. And if he doesn't want to leave, then there's no value. You know, then you're going to, right now you have an opportunity to trade. But I don't even think Bill will care if they get that first round draft pick because he's just going to turn it into a million fifths anyway. That's true. That pick's worth a lot of fifth and sixth rounders, maybe an eighth rounder too. Now, do you, do you trade him? If, if you were, if you're Bill Belichick, do you trade Jimmy Garoppolo? No. Straight up. Not a chance. I think if you do trade him... Well, best... I, think he should, I think he should definitely have a sit-down with him and just be, and be like, dude, Jimmy, I would like you to stay. You're more than welcome to stay. I want to groom you. And, and like you said, kind of hand you off to uh, McDaniels. But if, and just ask him, be like, Jimmy, you tell me right now. The ball, just put the ball in his court. Be like, if you want to stay, you stay. If you want to leave, we're going to get rid of you. Because like you said, Belichick's not going to give a fuck. He'll do whatever. You know what I mean? He'll make it all happen. So just be like Jimmy. If you're willing to sit around for however long they think Brady's going to stay around, and you want to and you want to kind of follow in his footsteps, the, the your seat your seat's still here. If not, the door's right there. It helps the case if they really do know the the years and the length for Brady and Belichick. If they really do know that, which the reports are that they do, then that helps. Well, they, the, they, the, the decision. You know. Yeah, they have an idea. I mean. And I, again, I, I, you, you both know that I always joke around about him getting hurt. I hope he doesn't get hurt, but they, they don't know that. He could go out halfway through next season and get not even a huge injury, but something that like if he only had two to three more seasons and one injury right now, it'll probably put him out. You know what I mean? He's not going to want to make that comeback and fucking come back after surgery and do all this bullshit. So if it's only two to three seasons, I would absolutely fucking stay. If, he, if he's seriously like I'm playing till I'm 45 no matter what, then I'd be like, all right, cool, I'm the fuck out of here. But if it's two or three more years, you better he better want to stick around. Okay, so what was what was the contract extension talk that was right after the Super Bowl? Brady, I forget what it was. Yeah, I know, but what was how, what were the years? Was it two? Two more years on top of what he has, I think. 
Okay, or three so more that, years, that maybe it was two or three. So that would extend him to about forty three years old. Yeah. Right now, I'm just I'm kind of comparing him to the. I mean, the best comparison that you can in regards to this situation. I'm comparing Jimmy Garoppolo to Aaron Rodgers because as you, Aaron Rodgers was behind a great for a while in Brett Favre. And, Brett Favre yeah. needed a walker for the last two seasons. So. Aaron exactly. Rodgers was 25 when he took over the starting role. Jimmy Garoppolo is 25 years old now. If you add three more years on to Tom Brady's career with Jimmy Garoppolo backing him up, do you really think Jimmy Garoppolo wants to wait for a starting job till he's 28? See, it depends because if you have a situation where you start at 28, but then you have 10 years, you play to your 38 or 40 of straight success, then yeah, I would take that over maybe instead of 10 years, 13 years of misery if you go to Cleveland. And being, but being, being the predecessor to Tom Brady, or not being the predecessor, the opposite, just following Tom Brady's footsteps, that's not the worst position to be in the world. If he wants to say he's got major balls and I appreciate it. Got bigger balls than Danny Age does. That's for damn sure. Well, Dan, that's hard to do. So, yeah. <laughs> but like, well, like you said, Dan. do you want to do? You want to wait till you're 28 and have 10 awesome years to do 10 to 13 years of music? Jimmy G, if he goes to Cleveland, is not turning that team around. So you know what I mean? So they're gonna they're gonna make all this shit happen and get Jimmy G. They need a lot more help than just a quarterback. Yeah, because they're freaking idiots and they re-signed Jamie Collins and waste their cap space. For how much money do you guys think you have down there? Oh yeah. my god! I hate. Worst part about it is so Jamie, Jamie Collins decided to stay in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, that tells you right there he doesn't give a crap. He gives two football. shits. He won a Super Bowl, no. so give two shits. Yeah, he he got his ring. Now he's getting his money. It's it's disgusting. <sighs> I don't know. I want see the thing is I want Jimmy Garoppolo to stay as the backup for this team. I really do. Well, selfishly, I want, want Jimmy, him to be the I next quarterback because he's good. Yeah. See, as as. As a selfish Patriots fan, I want Jimmy Garoppolo to be the future quarterback of this team. But for for his standpoint, I don't think he's going to sign here after this. I, I think he's going to want to go somewhere else. The Patriots aren't going to – do you think the Patriots are going to give him a big contract? No. He's going to go out and he's going to make money because teams are so desperate right now to have a, uh, a franchise-altering quarterback. And for and these three franchises who are making this run towards him – they will be throwing money at him if he's okay, if he's serviceable. We saw what Brock Osweiler got. If Jimmy Garoppolo shows a glimmer of success, he will make so much money in this league. Already did. He's making money. Like Jimmy Garoppolo will make money, even if it was just off these four, those, the whatever amount of quarters he played, like six. If he five and those, a half, he could make money off that five and a half quarters he played. Yeah, and, and you know the moment he goes to another team, he's going to get a contract extension. Look what Brock Osweiler made, like, and he's awful. Ridiculous. Did he? Just to me? Did, did he do, uh, you know what? I saw you guys both looking down when I was talking, and I was like, "Jared, <laughs> I, I got Jared over yeah, here yeah, repeating yeah. all my points." <laughs> Dude, did you ever hear that Osweiler kid and he how he got a bunch of money and stuff too? Yeah, ridiculous. Right? It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. He I, 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 I just came to, me to think about that and then say it, and I was like, "Whoa." I wonder if Jared knows about this. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo talk. Apparently, you know, <laughs> apparently you know, too, you guys fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. You know who's not going to get an NFL starting quarterback contract? That guy that got laid the fuck out by the tire in that video that you sent us earlier. See, now that. Dude, 
That segway. is a great segue. You Get Googled segway. that. You Googled I that. Like Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. So there's a video going around. We'll tweet it out after the show. We'll tweet it out once the show is posted. There's a guy and a woman walking down the street. And I saw it through Barstool Sports. They tweeted it out. And they just labeled it incoming. So I was like, I got to see this. I got to see what's incoming. Because, you know, talk about a header. Oh, you so know what's incoming. Oh, uh-huh. And then I see, these two, I see these two walking down the street. And I see a cloud of smoke. A cloud of smoke. And then I just see this tire coming to the frame. And this tire hit the back of this man's head so far. <laughs> that dude got laid so the fuck out. Hard. Like, he's it, dead. It's horrible. He's oh, dead. Yeah. If he's not, he hopes he is. Yeah, he he's he feeling it. He's, he's like, wait, this isn't heaven? Crap. Put, to God, take me. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, if, if he's Absolutely dreaming right dead. now, he's dreaming about waking up dead. He's like, nope. Nope. No more after this. And then the girl just standing there like, wow. Homeboy just got laid the fuck out. I kind of want to leave right now. <laughs> that's what I would do. I'd literally, be like, nope, nope, fuck that. Literally, it took her like, it was like a five second delay from when he got smacked the fuck out to when she went, oh, I should go help him. <laughs> she had no idea what was going on. Dude, she was probably in shock. <laughs> it's just crazy too, because like in one, of, like the video that I saw, like you could see the tire like bouncing and shit. And like, so obviously there was an accident or something happened. So like they didn't turn around like, the, the tire hit him from the back. It didn't. It wasn't like it came out of nowhere and it was like, ah, oh, I was right in front. Like, so they didn't hear anything. They didn't hear a tire skipping over the fucking street or, like, the tire getting ripped off of someone's car because there's no way someone threw it because it came out from distance and they'd hit him with some fucking velocity. Well, I haven't looked into it, but you've seen, seen those, you, you've seen those situations where it could have been, like, an extra tire. Like, I've seen this accident on the highway where a tire fell off the back of a truck or something and, like, fell out. So it could have been something like that, too. They were walking down the street. They weren't on the highway. And, and and guys, this tire, this wasn't a slow. This tire was hauling ass. Dude, it looks like someone like, bowled yeah. it down the hill. It looks like someone literally threw it down the hill at this guy. Yeah, it just started bouncing and then bang, dude. He got <laughs> laid the fuck out. Not only did the, t- the tires are, are heavy, and anything hurts when it's hitting your head at, at over like 10 miles an hour, and that thing was definitely going over 10 miles an hour. It's a fucking tire. He got knocked out so hard when the tire hit him. Then... He fucking face plants on the sidewalk because he's just knocked the fuck out. So he gets knocked out from the back. Dude, every bone in that dude's head is is now in thirty fucking pieces. You know what he, though? You know what? You know what the theory I just generated? This might have been an assassination attempt. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this was somebody <laughs> trying to kill him, and they thought if there was if this is a bullet that kills him, they're gonna start looking for a murder suspect. If I throw a tire. People are going to think there was an accident somewhere, and this tire just found its way towards his head. If so, this this assassin these, nope. is Detective the most Quags brilliant on the case. assassin. Detective Quags on the case. Is, this is the most brilliant assassin in the world. That is my theory. That's what I'm going to stick with. This was on purpose. This person was murdered in cold blood. He's not dead, though, is he? I think so. <laughs> We're going to say he's dead. For the, for the sake of viewership, this for dude's dead. Of, Look for the sake up. of this podcast, Crazy. he's dead. <laughs> he he absolutely he, he, he has again and if he's not dead he really fucking wants to be his his face he's got a broken two broken mangled. eye sockets mangled he's, his skull his skull is at, if, at least fractured 10 times if not completely just fucking shattered how do you explain that to people oh, i got hit in the head with a tire did you get to a car accident no i was walking no, past I was, uh, down the street it was going to get a sandwich down the street with my girl <laughs> <laughs> 
shocked. And out of nowhere, a tire. You should watch the security camera. It's hilarious. Back back to your theory that you concocted that what if what you said, it would be a very clever guy for doing that plan. But what if it was a bad murder for hire because they were actually going for the girl? Then they just took somebody out with a tire who they didn't mean to take out. Well, because I have very good accuracy with a gun. If I threw a tire, I don't think my – like how often do you train throwing a fucking tire to hit someone? See, I, so think, I think you're underappreciating your value of tire throwing now, Ross. I, well, I, I, I haven't done it in a few years, but I'm just saying <laughs> like if they, they had to be out deep because like you you could see the tire coming like from out of frame like which like I don't know. Because – I'm just saying they might have been aiming at the girl and, and hit homeboy instead. So entire in- murders, Celtics fans hopes murders, maybe Jimmy Garoppolo's career murdered. This show is straight about death, dark and very dark. On Cuck and Day. I'm glad episode, I'm glad episode three went so well because this this the 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 theme of murder for this episode had to it it had to come to fruition because the fact that there was no climax today. It felt I was, we were blue balled. We speak were as for collectively speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. No, collectively we were blue balled. Okay. All right. Hundred percent. Okay. Because we all expected something today, and none of us were relieved. Yeah. I mean. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I was just relieved like ten minutes before we started this podcast. But. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So your Skype account was hacked. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I still have to wash my hands, but. <laughs> All right, Cows Guys Sports Loose Change Podcast, Episode Three. Cut it in the books. Over. <laughs>